0: You're listening to the Accounty Down Under podcast with me, your host, Caroline McKenna. This is a podcast about being real, about the highs and lows of life. Whether you're living abroad or you're back home, there's a lesson in every episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Before we get into the podcast episode, guys, I would love if you could please do me a favour and just stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to give the podcast a rating at the end. It makes such a difference to where my podcast ranks in the charts. So I know so many of you listen and you just don't subscribe. So please for me, if you wouldn't mind subscribing and make sure to head over to my website and check out my sunrise social communities all over the world. So if you're watching my Instagram or TikTok and dream of that life in Australia, you don't have to travel to the other side of the world to enjoy the lifestyle that we live. Check out my Sunrise social communities all over the world for you to go to each week. Happy Monday guys, another episode of the podcast coming in strong. I feel very proud of myself that I am trying to stick to my New Year's resolution of doing a podcast every Monday. We'll see how it goes. I'm also trying to stick to this very short podcast and um, it hasn't been a massive success so far, but we're giving it a go. Today, I thought I would talk about something that I am constantly asked about on my Instagram, which is relationships and breakups. And if you have not been here for very long or you're new to the podcast, I really encourage you to go back to the beginning to hear my story of moving to Australia um, and falling in love with someone that I had known from university and being in a long term relationship over in Australia and deciding to um, leave that relationship. So I chose to walk out of that relationship when I felt like it was no longer making me happy and I'd really lost myself. And since then, um, I decided to give love another go a couple of years ago. And I suppose with every relationship you go through, you learn something new about yourself. You learn what you want and what you don't want. And I knew what I wanted I found it in this person and we were so compatible we liked the same things like cold water dips getting up early and going to the beach not really going out partying so it was a really really lovely relationship but as time went on I realized that I couldn't change that person and that they were never wanting to ever get married and the old me would have settled for I'll just do whatever they want to do but as the time has gone on, and as the years have passed, I realised that like I just won't sell for anything, than less than what I want, or I won't sell for any less than what I want. I mean, and um, that relationship broke up as well, and I suppose a lot of people just assume that when you go through a breakup, if you're the one who has had your heart broken, and the person has broken up with you, that it hurts more. But like God, like I ended both of those relationships, and I was in bits. Um, my first relationship, it took me, I am not joking when I say this and I'm not ashamed to say it either, but it took me a good three years to get over that person. Like I was in bits. That was the love of my life. That was the person that I wanted to spend my life with. And, you know, I look back on the person I was back then and I was just talking to my sister about this the other day about how, like, when I was in that relationship, if I had gone out for dinner with my friends or gone on a night out or he had gone away on holidays with the boys, I could not rest. Like, I could not focus. I could not think. I could not eat. I couldn't sleep. Like, I just... If I wasn't with that person, I felt very insecure. Um, and I suppose that speaks volumes about the relationship. Like, I didn't see it back then, but, like... An argument with him would have floored me. Like if we had a small argument, I would have been in bits because he was my whole world. And even though I had a life outside of him, it really was just like an accessory for just wanting to be with him all the time. Like I was so in love with him that it wasn't healthy and he was the same as well. Like we were both so in love with each other, but like when we would have come home from Australia for Christmas or whatever it was, like he lived two hours away from me, so We wouldn't have seen each other every single day and we wouldn't have spent a long time together because we were home visiting family and we hadn't been home in a really long time. And in those days that I didn't see him, like I couldn't be present with my family because I was just so used to living with him and being with him all the time in Australia that like I just felt like I'd lost half of me. And I suppose like I look back now and I'm like, maybe that's where the relationship went wrong. And, you know... I probably wasn't as good as a girlfriend as I thought. Like, I I mean, I think I was a pretty good girlfriend, but I didn't have that independency. Um, and I think that's very attractive in someone to have. Um, But I was young, I was foolish, I was in love. Like, this was my favourite person to be around. And I thought, well, what's wrong with wanting to be around them? They want to be around me all the time. But as the relationship evolved and, you know, six years in, I still felt that honeymoon phase. And I know he did as well, but he was starting to grow into the next phase of the relationship where it was okay to spend some time apart, whereas I really struggled with that. And I don't know whether that is from living abroad that can happen where that's your only person. Um, like you don't have your family with you when you live away and that is your whole life, that person, that is your home, that is your family, that is your weekend, that's everything, you know, and that's the one person you can rely on when you might have shitty situations or fair weather friends that you meet living abroad and um, that's the person you come home to every night so maybe that had a big part to play in it I wasn't used to living a separate life and then when it came to my second relationship um, I was definitely a lot more independent and driven but as the two years went in I noticed I stopped doing things that I loved because of him like he wasn't a big fan of Instagram which is fair enough like it is what it is like there's times where I'm like oh my god I'm really sorry but I need you to take this photo of me because I have a deadline for this company and I need someone to take a picture and at the beginning he was all in for it and then by the end I could just tell he was rolling his eyes and then I felt really insecure in front of the camera because I knew him taking it it was pissing them off and you know that was part of my job and so I stopped doing a lot of things um, or I would hide things where I would just be like I'll just do that when he's not here or you know I've been podcasting a lot and I haven't spent a lot of time with him in the evening I just need to stop all that for a little while and maybe leave that or other things like he wanted to move home like we both decided we'd move home together and he was like I'm not leaving Dublin and I was like okay I'll just come to you (laughs) and like I love traveling around and all the rest but I suppose I was never really putting myself first and a lot of people will say a relationship is the better half of you or the other half of you and I just feel like now at 32 I can totally disagree with that and say like that should never be the case and if you feel like you're in a relationship and that is your other half then remove that completely because that is where I went wrong in relationships. And that is how I ended up so heartbroken and so devastated when those relationships ended because that was part of me. That was who I was. Whereas now I feel like and maybe it is like growing up, maturing, maybe it took those heartbreaks to find this out. But like, I realised that like, they're not my whole life. And like, I was a person before them and I have a life. My sister actually said this to me whenever I'd broken up with my ex my first ex, um, she'd said, you know, Caroline, you had a life before him and you'll have a life after him. And it's really stuck with me, but never allow yourself to get into that situation. You know, always try and stay independent in making sure you have a few things on during the week that are yours, whether that's yoga, going to the gym, going to CrossFit, meeting your friends on a Wednesday for a walk, whatever that is, make sure you keep that independency. And be okay to like be apart from that person and not feel like you have to like talk to them every day. I think a lot of my reasoning for behind wanting to always be with that person was insecurity. I kind of put my ex on a pedestal like he is the most gorgeous person in the world and like I truly believed that and like he is a good looking lad but I like idolised him to the point where I was a bit of a fucking doormat (laughs) and they never ever treated me badly but like they just knew that I would always be there and that, like, I was too kind to ever not be there. And um, and this is nothing against my exes. Like, they are two amazing, amazing people. And I wish them all the best. Like, I really, really do. It's just for anyone that is in a relationship or thinking to get into a relationship or maybe you've just been heartbroken, just know that, like, you are your own person. And it's so important to be that person in or out of a relationship. And don't just use a self help time in the months maybe after a breakup to heal to then go back into that situation and I think that's what happened with me and James was that I had done all the work it took me three years to fall in love again to want to fall in love again I just avoided guys and um, I didn't want to ever meet someone again after the heartbreak I'd been through with Michael I'm um, I was so afraid to ever feel that lonely and down over someone and heartbroken over someone that I just did not want to fall in love again but when I did fall in love with James I'd done a lot of work on myself I'd spent a lot of years traveling I built up my business and I was completely like independent and headstrong and you know couldn't care if I seen him or I didn't see him and was very much like felt like I was wearing the pants in the relationship because I was like, yeah, I'm like I'll maybe see you Saturday. I'm going out with girls tonight. And I would be able to go out with the girls, be fully present, not be like, oh my God, I need to go home and see him, or I'm gonna arrive at his door um at 2 a.m. or anything like that. But then as the month started going on, this like started to unravel, this independent caroline, and I became that person again where that person was my whole life. And I just wanted to be with them and I was like ringing him when I was on girls holidays like upset or um, going home from girls nights out to his house and like then I think as well when you you live with someone and you move in with someone it can be very hard to keep those boundaries Um, and when living in Australia like these things move very fast like James moved in with me within like maybe six weeks like because we went into a lockdown and all those things so I just think, yeah. And going back to the point where I talked about, you know, the Instagram and him definitely getting fed up with it, which is fair enough. You know, he didn't set out for that, but like I look back now, and I'm like, no, like he knew what he was getting into, and like, you should always be your full hundred percent self. You should never change for anybody. And when they come into your life, you are that person that they're falling in love with. So I wish I had have kind of stood my ground a little bit and. Not felt embarrassed or anxious at times about Instagram or worried about people coming over to him and saying, I recognize you, and all of these things. But like, it's just, it's such a complicated world, Instagram. And I think that's why, you know, right now I am seeing someone and I have been seeing someone for quite a while now. And I haven't been sharing that on my Instagram and I haven't been sharing that person on my Instagram because. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again like I don't want the pressure and you may find that as well where you're in a relationship and maybe it's broken up and it doesn't matter how many followers you had this was the same when I was with Michael like when I had I don't know probably 180 followers I don't know on my private page um I don't have that Instagram page anymore I deleted it like 2 years ago but um when we broke up like I felt such anxiety about having to delete the couples pictures because then everybody would know, do you know? And now I feel like, God, regardless of how many followers I have now, I don't think I would put a guy on my Instagram unless like I was engaged now. Um, Private or public page doesn't matter. I feel like it's a lot of pressure on a relationship, no matter who you are, to have someone on your page and then keep it maintained and keep things happy. And we've all fallen guilty to it. We're you know, we might have had a really rough patch with our boyfriends and, or our girlfriends, and then we put up this happy couples picture, you know, like I've done it before, where I'm nearly trying to like plaster over the cracks to be like, yeah, no, we're fine. Like, I don't want people thinking that we're not fine. We are totally fine. And it just puts so much pressure on it. Whereas this relationship that I'm in now, like, I just feel like, oh, I just, it's such a breeze like, cause I'm like, there's no pressure. I don't have to try and make this work because he's on my page and. He loves me for me and he knows the situation with my page. He knows who I am. Like he knows what he's getting into and he's always known that. And he is like my biggest supporter. Like anytime I post something on Instagram, you know, he'll be like, that's class or you're amazing or I'm so proud of you. And like, that's what you want. You don't want to have to feel like I'm going to post this and this might upset him or I'm going to talk about my ex on a podcast and God, he'll probably be pissed off at that. Like I just be 100% me. So if you are going through a difficult time with a breakup, like it's going to take some time for you to look back at those elements of your relationship without the rose-tinted glasses and think, actually, I wasn't happy there, or parts of that relationship actually weren't serving me, or I changed a little bit, or I cancelled on my friends sometimes, or I went on that holiday that I didn't really want to go on, or like there was times where even I would have sat in on a Sunday all day, um, because he didn't want to do anything and like part of me just really really wanted to get outside and do things whereas now I don't settle for anything anything less than what I want to do and I'll just be upfront and honest and I think if you're upfront and honest from the beginning you don't have to keep up this ulterior personality that's not really you like just be yourself and be yourself at all times and like even little things like before Michael would come home from work, I would go in and, like, come home from school in Australia and, like, put my makeup on um, or just touch up my makeup and touch up my hair so that I look good for him coming in. Like, I always wanted to look my best for him because I just loved him so much and I wanted to be the perfect girlfriend, you know, and, like, loving all of his friends and going to these nights out or, like making a really nice dinner before he went out with the boys like and waving him off with his boys nights out because I wanted to be that great girlfriend and I just wanted to be perfect and now like I just be 100% me where like I I don't go to bed with my makeup on (laughs) like even if it's just like I would have like obviously after years of being with him I would have taken my makeup off but I would still be conscious of what I look like going to bed. Whereas from the beginning of this relationship, I have just been myself where I'm like, no, I need a cleanse, tongue, and moisturize before bed. And if you don't like it, well, this is what you're getting. And like I don't have to keep up that I don't know, it's just crazy. Some things that you could do. But if you are going through a breakup and you're wondering, like, how do I get through this? Like the biggest thing I can say is stay offline. and um, stop following people that paint these picture perfect relationships stop following people that are on the countdown to their wedding if it's your friends and stuff just mute their posts for a little while like you don't need to be exposed to these things all the time if you're struggling or you're going through a hard time and it seems like everyone's getting engaged um, remove that person from your instagram um because for a long time after james and i broke up i was nearly like wanting to see that he's seen my stories every day i'd be like oh he says he looked at my story. I look really cute today. Or, um, does he still care? Like, and I would overanalyze it and see that he was watching my stories and think he's gonna reach out to me or like he's gonna get in touch and like it didn't happen or we're gonna get back together. He still loves me. Like, it didn't happen and it just was causing false, false narratives in my head about this love story that wasn't really a love story. It took me to go to to Wimhof um, in Poland, and do all these extreme things for me to be like, right, Caroline, take him off your Instagram now, like, stop looking, stop searching for him on your stories, and I haven't looked since. So, not sure if he's still watching it, I is <laughs> But like, it's just such unhealthy habits, like wanting to know, do they still care? Of course they care. They're struggling too. The thing with guys is, and no offense, guys, if you're listening, but guys go through breakups totally different, like. I know like for me it was like they literally fucking couldn't get a word out of them, couldn't get a text, couldn't like nothing, nothing at all. And then you're going through the heartbreak and you're in bits for months and you're thinking about them with other girls and you feel fucking sick to your stomach. I used to wake up in the middle of the night feeling sick about the thought of him kissing someone else. And then something happens where time just passes and you start to heal and yeah, it'll still hurt. Like, it, it still hurts me about James. Like, I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt about Michael all these years later. Because it hurts. Like, that was your person. Like, it doesn't take over my whole life. But if I was to sit and think about it, I'd be like, that oh, sad, like, because that was my person. And I really cared for them. And what more could I have done? And all of these things. But, like, you you heal and you get better. And then months later, they go through the different cycle where they've done the party and they've done whatever and then they come back, and you'll get a message from them of some sorts, either for their guilty conscience to apologize, or to say that they want you back, and you're in a totally different mindset, and in my first relationship, I did give that a second go, um, a year after we'd broken up, and I felt like a totally different person, and I was like, you know, I was like, I'll give it another go, because he kept messaging, kept messaging, and saying, you know, he'd realized what he'd lost, and And like that was all I ever wanted from him. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Like I'm in a totally different place now. And stupidly, I fucking went back. And within two weeks, all the same shit that I realised I'd left for had started to happen again. And the second time round, that breakup nearly cost me my life. Like I was so devastated the second time round because I was so annoyed that I went back there. But it took me to go back to realise that that definitely wasn't the person for me. Because if it was, they wouldn't have let me go. They wouldn't have fucked up again. And yeah, it's it can be such a challenging time. Just know that like you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Everything is supposed to be how it is. Your person is out there. And I'm not saying the person that I'm with now is my person forever. But like I feel very comfortable and happy. And there's no games. There's no messing about. I've been very honest from the start. Like where I see my life going in the next five years. And that I do want kids in the next five years and that I want to get married before that and you know all of these things so he knows that he knows who I am he knows what I'm about and I don't mean who I am as in my Instagram I mean like who I am as Caroline like family is a big part of my life and we all go through shit day-to-day shit and you know I can just be honest with him and and it's something really nice to be said about that and I did start to think after James and I finished that like all lads are assholes and there's no one out there for me and I just stopped caring. So the past year I've just done my own thing and been like fuck it I don't even care now and started to actually genuinely believe I, I might be on my own forever because either my standards are too high or there's no guys left in the world and those that are left are moving to Australia <laughs> so all of these things are going through my head and just when I wasn't expecting it someone walked into my life and um, yeah maybe I'll tell you about him someday but right now <laughs> that's all you're getting I wanted to give a big shout out to the sponsors of this podcast gym plus coffee if you haven't checked out their amazing winter fleeces go and check them out they sell out so quickly and um, I wear their stuff all the time and yeah big shout out to these guys they've been my sponsors for the last three years you can get 20% off all clothing with my discount code down Under, and you can use that in-store or online. I couldn't remember the other word there. I, it's Monday morning here. I'm going to go and it's the second week of the business. Um, it's been a great first week. I can't believe it's gone so well. There's definitely that imposter syndrome with me that I think everything's going to go wrong and that like I don't deserve all of this and tomorrow's going to be the day that everything... Fucks up or it all ends. And I'm trying to like learn to change my thought pattern and to be more positive. Anytime I catch myself catastrophizing my thoughts, I kind of pull it back and go, What evidence do I have for this? If I was in a courtroom right now, what evidence would they be able to pull out that this is going to happen? And there is no evidence because everything has gone so right. So if you feel like you're catastrophizing the ending of a relationship, you know, and like you're never going to meet anyone or I'm going to be on my own forever or there's no one left in the world. Just nip those thoughts in the bud and just be like, do you know what? Everything that will be will be and everything will come at the right time.